0: Hello, and welcome back to Division One Rejects. Kobe Manzo, joined by Drew Carpenter today. Drew, just had a little Chipotle bowl. How we feeling? Still nice and tan from your time down in yeah. Florida?
1: Yeah, you know, just trying to stay tan. Just trying to keep the color. Yeah, got a little tan line going because I yeah. cut off the work, but you know. Oh, we'll, we'll get it. Cut cutoff guy. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it figured
0: out. <laughs> On today's episode, we've got a great guest that'll be joining us. We've got Josh Fusco, a junior linebacker from Saginaw Valley State, Drew's favorite school in the GLIAC. That's Yeah. And then we'll get into some NFL conversation. Great place. Drew, where's Julio Jones going? You know, I, you that's know who, what we'll answer today. You we know, break who, down you know the, who doesn't know? Skip Bayless. Skip- <laughs> <laughs> we'll break down the most possible routes for the stud wide receiver who said he's not going back to Atlanta. So we'll talk or about Dallas. that. Or Dallas apparently as well. Um, but other than that, we're going to break down the NFC West as we kind of continue on this road of breaking down every division in the NFL week by week, as far as the strength of schedule, all of these things, competition within the division. But as always, you can find the video version of the podcast on YouTube. If you are watching, hello, you can see Drew scrolling through TikTok right now, probably nope. on mute. Um, but otherwise, you can listen to us pretty much everywhere else, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. There's like 20 different platforms. There's no excuse to not listen to us. If you do enjoy it tell somebody else about it. I'd really appreciate it. Drew would too. Um, follow us on Twitter at D1 rejects. Instagram at Division One rejects to see highlights from the show. But first, our guest on today's episode is junior linebacker at Saginaw Valley State University, Josh Fusco. What's going on, Josh? How are you, buddy?
2: I'm good, good. How are you
0: guys? Fantastic, man. Excited to get you on. I know we had, uh, we had Coach Burton on a while back, but otherwise, I don't think we've had much Saginaw Valley representation. I will say Coach Brady was supposed to make an appearance in that, and that never happened. So I'm uh, I'm a little bitter about that. So ho- if we can make that happen in the future, I would love to. But um, man, what? How's your summer been, man?
2: It's been good. Uh, good start so far. Just been, uh, you know, doing doing workouts. You know, get my uh, body back. You know, from the spring ball and all that. Of course. Um, yeah. It's been a long, long year and a half, or however it's been since it's our game. So, you know, just trying to prepare myself right now and. You know, just been working.
0: Yeah, talk about spring ball and getting your body right, all that stuff, which is great to hear. But how much of that did you actually get experience-wise? I know we, up in the UP Northern, got gating three different schools just in in the spring. But what was that situation like for you guys?
2: Um, I mean, we got we got quite a bit in. Um, we were on and off, too, you know, with COVID cases. And we'd have to shut down, you know, yep. like for a week, week or two. And um, But, I mean, you know, we I think we got probably about the same amount of practice. Um, We were working out still, you know, just, you know, certain of my groups working out and stuff like that. So, I mean, we got as much as we could in, but, you know, we we did what we could with the situation we were in.
0: Yeah, now what was the hardest part about that? I know for us, like, and it was a good thing, I say it every time, like Northern did not mess around about COVID stuff. Like Mm -hmm. if one or two guys on the football team got it, that whole group, like lifting group, or even sometimes, like we got pulled the plug on the whole program. But like for you guys, what was the hardest part about that? Was just kind of like not really knowing what your schedule could be the next couple of weeks or what was it?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, we were we were the same way. Saginaw took it very, very serious. Um, okay. One guy got it and it was just it was all over for there for a week or whatever. Man. Um, I just yeah, it was it was hard because, you know, we get momentum going, we feel good, feel good as a team. We were we're working hard and then it just the Dang, next day yeah. we get a text, Hey, you know, it's <laughs> it's cancelled for a week and real, yeah. we have no idea what's going on and when we're coming back and who has it, and you know so it's just it was it was a hot mess when it was going down, but I mean you know our coaches were very like they communicated very well, and I feel good. like that helped us a lot because I feel like without the communication, it would have been very hard for us, but with them, they communicated well, and I feel like that just you know kept us going even with the stoppages and stuff like that, so
0: yeah no, that 's good to hear, and I know like a lot of guys, especially up at up at northern like guys are there. To play football, obviously, to get their degree, but like outside of football and school, a lot of these guys in the squad do not have much else to do. Like they're not going to be working jobs typically while they're in football season or whatever. Um, you know, I had kind of a unique situation where I was doing a little bit of part time work, so I had to fill my time. But then you just get these guys that are in the gym for like six hours a day. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. these guys, just the yeah. what do they call the gym bros or whatever, or the two
1: K two K grinder, two K. Oh, dude, <laughs> you know. get,
0: they get the franchise started, yeah. and then you got twenty guys oh, in a yeah, franchise. My career, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly,
1: all that. Um, Josh, yeah, I remember when you guys got um, canceled or paused or whatever you canceled. want to say, <laughs> um, because I remember we were supposed to scrimmage Saginaw Valley, and then ultimately oh, yeah. it never happened. Um, I think yeah. it, you guys came off spring break or something like that, and it was inevitable that someone was going to get COVID. Was it's, it really off right yeah. off spring break? Yeah, I think it's – if I'm not mistaken. Was it, Josh?
2: Um, I don't I don't know if we were supposed to – I know we were supposed to do something with you guys, like a joint practice or something like that. Yeah. Okay. But um, I don't – yeah, we just had everything get canceled. Like, we were supposed to have a game with Hillsdale. I got saw canceled, that.
3: Yeah.
2: We were supposed to – Scrimmage Northwood got canceled. We were, Yeah, it was just – I don't know, dude. We had so many things planned and then yeah, it just kept getting cancelled and cancelled.
0: So And the Hillsdale situation was so unique because Hillsdale, I believe, was gonna count that as an official game, but obviously for you guys that was just a scrimmage. So I had never seen something like that before. I know um Davenport went down to was it Gannon, right, Drew? I think. Uh yeah. They went down so. and played Gannon, mm-hmm. I believe, and I think that counted the same situation. Like that counted as an official game for yeah. Gannon, but not for Davenport. I've never seen well, it's the something GMAC like that before was playing. I know, so the they GMAC had that wasn't. season. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It was, all, it was all super weird. Let's talk about your particular situation, though, a little bit, though, I, getting outside of Saginaw Valley. You committed to Indiana Wesleyan out of high school, spent a year playing for the Wildcats before now being with Saginaw Valley. What was it like playing down there? I visited a few times. I like the program. Um, you know, kind of not to talk about myself too much, but weird story. I guess one of the coaches' contacts got lost in my phone, and then he texted me like two months later, and I didn't have the contact. So I was like already so far in the recruiting process, I had already kind of <laughs> written them off. I thought they were not interested. But, anyways, I don't know. What'd you think of uh, Indiana Wesleyan playing down there for a new program?
2: Um, it was sweet. Um, you know, coming in there, just being a part of something new, uh, it felt, it felt, I felt, felt, it just felt good, just being like part of a, like a building process. Um, I bet. You know, they had they had everything going. I mean, the the coaches were prepared. Um, they they were solid coaches, solid facilities, really good school. Um, yeah, it was fun. Um, I just it just wasn't for me personally. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, there's like like I said, it was just it was a really good program. I wish if it would have been a good fit, I would stay for sure. But uh, okay. you know, I just felt like elsewhere was better for me. And then yeah, Saginaw came calling, and I just felt like that was that was my home. So I
0: love to hear that, man. Now, what are you majoring in, if you know yet?
2: Uh, exercise science. I'm trying to be like a strength coach, something good like stuff. that, in that type of area.
0: Yeah. So on my game day visit, you guys were playing Sienna Heights. That was back in uh, 2019. and You guys beat them up. Um, and I remember just like. That was that was a great atmosphere. Like that stadium, obviously being completely brand new, and just like touring that weight room and the facility at the end of the end of the field and everything. I mean, they got some. They've got some dogs. They had a really solid team, especially for. I always made the comparison, even though it's kind of unfair, but like the comparison from them to Lawrence Tech since they entered that. Uh, that's the WAC correct so they ended the WAC in that yeah. same year but you look at a team like Lawrence Tech who just did not have the fundamentally sound pieces to compete at that level because NAIA people don't realize NAIA is no joke especially in the WAC dude you've got teams like Siena Heights Marion. like St. Francis Marion those teams like have been around been established so dude for you guys to, to come out there and beat those guys at home I thought that was awesome on my visit what was that game like for you
2: Man, it was it was crazy. Every game was crazy for me. Um, I mean, just the atmosphere and like you, everybody like talks down on you know smaller schools like D two, Nai, but yeah. the atmosphere, you know, if you people cheering, people yelling, there's more than thousands, and thousands of people there, and you're just it, it goes crazy. And I mean, like Indiana Wesleyan, they they um they were good at getting the news out there with games and everything like that. We had a very like supportive community. That's awesome. And like so like it was it was cool. And I mean, yeah, the coaches, I mean, coming in. Like I said, like you said, it was like Marion and stuff like that. Is they're you know they're tough opponents. And they are, dude. But going to national championship like every other year or something like that. You know, is always ranked. Concordia is always ranked. But I mean, you know, the coaches. You know, we we had we had dogs. I mean, we had like kids like Brayon Smith, who's been All American for like three years now or something like oh, that. Oh shit! Okay. We had a quarterback that was from Ball State, and I mean, there's there's kids in NAI that can just ball yeah flat out. And so like. We got those kids, and I mean, people, and I just feel like they underestimated us, too. I feel like of they course. thought we were going to be like another Lawrence Tech coming in, something oh, yeah. like that. And so, yeah, we came in, and I mean, we just, we did what we had to do, and sometimes we got the job done, sometimes it just, we fell short, but I mean, I felt like that came in with the inexperience too, as well. Um, sometimes, because we were always a younger team, you know, we always Oh, had, yeah,
0: well, that, that comes with, yeah, not having a team and having that. Now, they redshirted. Um, that first initial class, or I think they took that whole class and just held them for a year to kind of get them up to speed, competition wise, age wise.
2: Yeah, yeah, they had them. Um, um, they pretty much just like did like a whole year of spring ball. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. And they man. just you know just did like strength and stuff like that with them. So I got. Gotcha. I mean, they prepared them. I mean, coming in, they were. <laughs> I mean, I you know coming in, I was like, oh man, you know, new program. I'm gonna be you know coming in right away. Play oh yeah. It. But no, I'm, I'm telling you, I came in there. There were just some dogs there. Damn. And it it was, it was it was I mean it was cool though you know what I'm saying like. Yeah for them to be able to get those type of kids with a new program, trying that's to impressive. literally. Just, yeah. And like, they didn't even have like their facilities all built yet. So they're literally showing these fly slideshows of just pictures. So they have, that's what I got pretty much. Like I didn't even get to see yeah. everything yet because it just yeah. wasn't built yet. And so like, I mean, they were, they were good. They were good at recruiting and I mean, they got me there and I mean, they didn't, they, you know, they didn't under I mean, everything was as they said, and even more actually. So that's awesome, man.
1: Yeah. So Josh, essentially, I mean, what I'm getting out of this and I feel like this is, for most um, D2 and NAIA is you're going to have some guys who are looking to be like, Oh, I'm still going to try to go to the league. But essentially most yeah. guys are like, I want to get my education. I want to further my yeah. career. Cause at, fo- at this point football is like a blessing. Yeah. And so right. like yeah. anything after high school really yeah. isn't guaranteed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? So, mm-hmm. exactly. And so like, I mean you're 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 saying it right like there're going to be some dogs wherever wherever you go right there's no joke yeah. at any school so mm-hmm. one thing that I see that Kobe has written down is that you came out of high school you were playing more of a running back and safety and now you're playing more of a linebacker so like what was the biggest adjustment maybe like the hardest thing that you had to do did you have to like put on weight or uh, yeah, all that type of yeah. stuff like what what was that adjustment been like so far
2: Yeah I mean it it was hard on me for sure um you know cuz I was like, really expecting to come in there, play running back, and then, like, you know, sort of just last second got moved. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't think it was particularly, like, the size of speed. I think it was more just being able to understand, like, the defensive IQ. Oh, yeah. And defensive plays. And it was just because it's, it's just totally different. But, you know, the coach that I had at IWU and at Saginaw now, you know, they've been working with me. And, you know, they've been relating it to offense a little bit. Like, hey, like, you know, you see the hole as a running back. Well, you're doing the same thing as a linebacker. Yeah. You know, so it's just reading your keys, you know, knowing what to read, knowing what to look at. It's just – that was the biggest thing for me. Um, Obviously, yeah, I had to put on a little bit more size, you know, being oh, yeah. in the box. Hell yeah. So that was – I mean, I've never had a problem putting on size because, like, I love eating. That's always been my <laughs> big thing. <laughs>
1: Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> a little dirty book. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it was just more like the IQ and understanding the defense more. That was, that was a very hard adjustment, but, you know – now, being in like. Made it work. Having a year under my belt, it's been a little bit easier for me, and, you know, I'm getting there, so.
0: That's awesome, dude. I know Drew and I both were guys that played on, mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball in high school. You obviously were, too, but I was just thinking, looking at that, like. Like I'm a different dude when I play defense. You know what I mean? I don't know. My, my mindset yeah. was a lot different. I feel like I bring, like I'm, you know, give you that whole like nail and the hammer mm-hmm. bullshit that the coaches always give you. What it's not bullshit, but you know what I mean. I was always yeah, like the, no the hammer, and like when I carry the ball. But when I go onto the defensive side of the ball, I feel like I lose a lot of that. No, pop.
1: I, I mean, I can definitely agree with what you're saying. You know what I mean? It was just,
0: um, I mean, maybe if, you know, obviously, it's more
1: of a mindset change, yeah. honestly, because when you have the ball in your hands, and Josh, I'm sure you can relate to this. Yeah. When you have the ball in the hands, you're just looking to essentially run someone over. But on defense, me playing safety and everything like that, coming up in the run fit, you got to figure out where your run fit is and all that type of stuff. You're not just looking to kill someone because if you do that, you can get trucked by a blindside block. Like you got to be, head has got to be more on the swivel if you should say, because you know, you got to fill that gap. But at the same time, if you try to fill that gap too soon, play action pass, that, that thing's a touchdown.
0: And I will say my options are, are somewhat limited, knowing that I'm not going to be outrunning many uh, exactly. defensive backs yeah. in the GLIAC. But, um, you know, it is what it is. But, Josh, I did want to ask you, you had an offer from Saginaw Valley initially coming out of high school at uh, and East. So what... Was it that made you choose uh, Indiana Wesleyan uh, uh, like initially? Because, like you said, you were getting slideshows, you were getting pictures, and I know a lot of the times it's really hard for guys to commit to things that aren't really physically here yet. You know, talking to commit to the future or what the coaches promised. And like you said, they did not under-promise, they over-delivered, right, and it was a great experience for you. But what made you choose Indiana Wesleyan and the NAIA route over schools and the GLIAC?
2: So, I mean, yeah, I, I was always, always, so my home's close to the- uh, GVSU, and Grand Valley. That's okay. where I wanted to go, and um you know, things didn't work out there. Saginaw no, for me. You know, I was excited. I was like, man, now I can compete against these guys. You know, yeah. like you know, you know how it is. Dude, like, that, That's uh, like everybody. Yeah, thing. there
0: are a ton of guys, and I know Drew and I are kind of in that same boat. Like personally, like we're guys that, um, you know, Drew, what well, you was Tech and Northwood. Tech and Northwood, were my
1: final two, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then like for me, it was Michigan Tech and Northern. Like you know, don't even, you don't get attention from like the,
1: yeah. I mean, you're getting, te- you can get, I feel like when you're getting attention from one school, you can get attention from other schools yeah. as well. But, but then like Grand Valley and all that, they're just yeah, on the ne- the there's obviously of... like, for instance, Wayne state may not oh, look yeah. at you the same as Northwood, May uh-huh. or Davenport. Or yeah. And that like has that.
0: to do with like the strength or how good they're doing initially. But I trust me, bro. We know exactly what you mean. We're here trying to compete with all those big dogs and uh, you know, right. make them hurt.
2: Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. And I mean, like NAI, um, you know, they came in and, you know, they were just sending me letters after letters and, you know, they were always there, you know, they were at my games, you know, they were at school in the middle of the day and they were just always talking to me. So I was like, man, you know, these guys really like love me. Like, I'm like, I like what they're talking about. And I just felt like, um, cause Saginaw also didn't have the same coaching staff yeah. as they do Yeah, now. they cleaned house, right? Yeah they, yeah,
0: they did.
2: So that, that was a big thing is like, I wasn't, like, I mean, I, I was cool with that coaching staff, but I wasn't a huge fan. I got you. So, like, I, I I really liked the coaching staff at Indiana Wesleyan, so I chose them. But then, you know, once everything happened, I was ready, like, you know, to transfer. You know, Brady was recruiting me at Ferris, so I knew him from there. Oh, I like see. That. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I knew Reinhardt. I knew um, <laughs> Coach, Coach Her- Burton. Because oh, yeah. Coach Burton was still there. Coach Burton, I love Coach Burton. And yeah, that dude the, was in my school all the time the talking to me, too. So, um, and I didn't know he was still there. I just thought they cleaned house. So, um, really? I was just like, yeah. So, I was just like, all right, you know. And then Brady hit me up as soon as I um, went to the transfer. You know, the linebacker coach hit me up. And, you know, I just fell in love with them. I, I always loved the school. Their facilities are super nice. So, you know, it was sort of an easy decision after that point when um, I got that call from Brady. So,
0: Yeah. That's awesome, dude. And it's like, just like go where you're wanted. Right. And I think that gets lost for a lot of guys that get caught up in, you know, if I, you know, if I post this, I might get way more attention than if I post Mm -hmm. this school and blah, 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 blah. But like at the end of the day, like you're the one that's gonna have to sit through this and really go through this process. And I know I was just out, uh, hanging out with a buddy of mine who's playing juco football in uh, Iowa the other day. And man, like if there isn't stuff that he'd go back and try and fix, you know, he was Mm -hmm. a guy that had to get the grade point average up in high school or whatever. And he, He's like that Juco struggle is real, man. I think guys just start to forget like you gotta go where you're wanted and, and make the best of you know your prod the process right now because you just wanna end up somewhere you're gonna enjoy it, man. Well, yeah. And you also want to make
1: sure that you build those relationships. Yeah. Because there are some of those coaches out there that move around. That they're they're not, I mean, yeah, they want you to get to their school, but they only want you to get to their school. So to help them keep help job. Them. Oh, yeah. 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 And then once they're in a good spot, they'll leave. Yeah. Like, and not it's to take a, a book. A, it's a like, business.
0: We've had some great high school coaches, um, but like, at, it's everything's to the next level at mm-hmm. the college level, right? You're talking yeah. about guys. This is their full profession. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have this coaching job or if they're losing games. They're not
1: just a gym teacher at the right? school. Yeah. Exactly. This
0: yeah, isn't something that's just business. adding on. It's, a it's 100% sure. a business, and we're starting to see that a lot more. But, like, you know, the coach comes home one day, and he's going to have to tell his, his family that they got to move across the mm-hmm. country to go coach somewhere else. Like, yeah. I just couldn't imagine that conversation. Yeah. Like you said, I want to talk about the business side a little bit of it, Um, transfer portal wise. It sounded like it was a pretty easy transition for you. Was it really just, um, you know, like you said, just not the not the right fit at Indiana Wesleyan wasn't what you're looking for, and then kind of just how long was that transition process from there to finding out you're gonna head over to uh, SVSU?
2: So it wasn't. It it was actually difficult because I didn't make that decision right away. Okay. Um, They were definitely like my top choice at that moment and throughout that process. But I was always open up to, you know, I was talking to other NAI schools. Um, I was talking to other D2 schools as well. Um, you know, I was talking to, you know, you know how it is, like, everybody wants to go D1. So I was of trying course. to get, like, you know, trying to figure out, because I had some films, so I was like, okay, I'll try to send it out, but, you know. Just yeah, it seemed like you got on the field
0: a lot. Not to cut you off, but it seemed like you put a decent amount on film, um, whether it be on the defensive side of the ball, which I saw a decent amount of, or just on the special teams. So you had like a couple of blocked punts or something on there to put on a film. I think that was, I would assume, at least a huge help for you trying to find a new home.
2: Yeah, no, it definitely it definitely helped uh, having film. I feel like if I just had film, my high school film, I might have been able to you know, get a smaller school's attention. Um, but um, definitely having that college film a little bit helped me for sure. I bet. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was still a tough process. The whole recruiting process is always tough because everybody tells you, oh, we love you, we want you here. And, like, you guys were saying, but next day they could be gone. hundred percent, You don't know dude. what's going to happen. So, like, and my father was always a big advocate. Like, you want to fall in love with the school, the people in the school, you know, so, like, even if something does happen, yep. you're still where you feel at home. Totally. And so, you know, I went on a couple of visits, and even with the coaching staff, the coaching staff, I love the coaching staff at Statingham, but when I went there, the community was awesome. Um, the people there, the people on the team were awesome. I just, I loved everything about it. And so that's why I was just like, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a pick there. But yeah, like you said, it was still a hard recruiting process mm-hmm. after transferring. But I mean, it definitely helped a lot um, having Saginaw.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. There. That's awesome. And I'll leave you with this. I got one more point that I want to talk about with you because I, uh, I was just talking with Drew about this before we... Uh, got on the podcast here, but this isn't uh, pertaining to football yet. It could be in the future, but some mid-major programs, so they'd be like group of five schools, like the MAC, would be a good example of that. Non Power Five schools, they're considering not playing against Power Five teams. And like I said, this is right now in basketball. Um, But they're considering taking them off the schedule because they feel like the bigger schools are just taking a lot of their best players, basically. Like, these games are just offering them an opportunity to come and scout all of the ballers at this, uh, you know, the group of five mid-major school level. And I think this is something that we're starting to see in football, too, with the introduction of the transfer portal across Mm -hmm. NCAA. And I know um, NAIA is a little bit different as far as their their rules go. But um, now, obviously, being in the NCAA and being in that realm... I mean, what do you think of all this? Because we were talking, and the biggest point that Drew and I took away from this was that, A, they'd have to step out of those games and lose a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Because those programs get paid a lot to go and get beat up at, you know, a Michigan State. Like a Bowling Green going to a Michigan Michigan State type. I just thought that was really interesting. And, um, you know, the transfer portal right now, what did you think of all that?
2: Um, I mean, it's tough. I I don't think. People should be looking to move um, from their school. I mean, if you choose them, I feel like it's sort of like a loyalty thing. Yeah. Um. And I and I get it. People want to play at that higher level, but if you, you know, like you said, it's a blessing to play every day, even if you go there because they scouted you. Who knows that they really just wanted you there just to be another tackling dummy that gives their guy that they really love mm-hmm. somebody to compete against. Yeah. Or you know you don't you don't know what it is, and I mean I just feel like for people like the higher school, so if you know, using those games as a scout is sort of just ridiculous to me because, like, that it means they're not really ridiculous. just focused. It's just they're not focusing on their team. They're not focusing on getting the players that they brought in better and, you know, providing a good environment for them. And for the kids on their team, knowing, okay, they're scouting other kids to replace me instead of, you know, coaching me like they said yeah. they were going to. and it, it sort of hurts the team chemistry. and the trust right? between yeah. the coaches. And so that's – and I feel like players, too, like, using – say like I use NAI just to go up higher like that's just sort of BS to me because like oh, yeah. you know I'm wasting those coaches time too because they invested a lot of time money that's you know effort too. into yeah. me. So, I think like, it's a
0: hard balance I think it's a really hard balance because you have all of these these coaches and these members of these organizations that are so invested into these programs and you know they're going to do everything possible to try and get their team to win games or to try and get their team to succeed in any facet of the game that's possible. But it's hard to find that balance of, like, restricting them and kind of letting them do their things because there's only so many things you can do Well, I think to kind of – like, what – there's no way you could really stop this type of thing. I think, I
1: think football is going to be more of a harder chance for
0: – Yeah, basketball, you can definitely shine basketball, individually well, yeah, on a Yeah, that's team, the thing I about think.
1: basketball. Like, when you look at – I don't know, Josh, how much you follow college basketball. When you look at Michigan, they just got Mike Smith, and Mike Smith was Here. the star at Columbia, right? Okay. That he transfers yeah. there. He averaged 18 points a game at Columbia. I know. Then that. they just get some guy from Coastal Carolina, their best player. So it makes more sense for college basketball players because I feel like college basketball, those littler schools, like, for instance, in Oakland University, if Kay Felder would have wanted to leave. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. all those type yeah. of stuff. That's a good point, yeah. But in football, like, if Jarrett Patterson were to transfer to from Buffalo to yeah. Alabama. That's, yeah, that would have been way be different. It's all, would, yeah. it's all about system. It's all
0: about how you, you fit the system. That's a good point. So I think, I don't know, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was a super interesting article that I was, uh, that I was reading earlier today. But Josh, can't uh, thank you enough, man. I really appreciate your time. It's been a good talk.
2: Yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me on. It was really fun.
0: All right, see you, buddy. Hope they have you on uh, sometime in the future.
2: Awesome, sweet. Appreciate it, guys.
0: Have a good one, dog. Good conversation with our buddy Josh.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sounded like a great guy. Sounded like someone who's finally... Really down to earth. Found, a, found his new home. And it sounded like it. That's always what you want to have. when you We've move heard. On.
0: I feel like we've heard a lot of those stories on here. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, essentially, I feel like, when, which is good. When I'm not, not complaining. Yeah, yeah. When you're not a, even when you are a Division One athlete, I feel like you're looking for that home. But that's more of like, okay, what can get me to the pros fast? Oh yeah. Right. But like when you're Division Two and everything like that, a different I mean, agenda. Yeah, it's a different agenda. You have more, let's say, like. More factors, I feel like, because you're not looking at just That play like, into the, the, the decision, oh my there's goodness. Great, there's wow. great schools out there that, you know, that might one. not have your major. Yeah. Dude, or, trust, trust yeah. me. Yeah. And, for
0: those of you listening who don't know, I'm a multimedia journalism major, and good luck finding that literally anywhere that has a football program that wasn't a Division I school that I could actually play. Yeah. That narrowed it down pretty quick. Very fast. Very, very oh, fast. Yeah. Um, but today I wanted to talk about the Julio Jones sweepstakes as I'm calling it, and, um, you know, it's been on a lot of news, but I g- I'll give it a little bit of recap for those who have not seen or watched it. Uh, Shannon Sharp called Julio on Undisputed while him and Skip Bayless were live on television, which is really the problem in all of this, and you'll see why. Uh, when asked if he was staying with the Falcons in Atlanta, Julio told Shannon, quote, I'm out of there, and when asked if he was going to the Dallas Cowboys, because he got, was a picture taken with a yeah, Cowboys shirt, he, was it?
1: I guess he had a cowboy shirt on, yep. and Skip Bayless being a very big Cowboys oh, fan he was, was, like- was he was hey, like, like to ask he's, him tapping
0: about that? he's tapping the desk, he's tapping the desk, he's like, he's like Shannon, Shannon, Shan. ask him, ask him about Dallas. That's like when you're like on the phone with your mom, ask him if you can stay the night. Yeah. Ask him if you can stay yeah. the night. That was the same energy from Skip yeah. right there no, across the that's desk. That's a very good comparison. Thank you. I was cooking that one up earlier and I was like, you know, Drew, appreciate this one. Mm-hmm. But anyways, when asked about Dallas, he said, I ain't going to Dallas, man. I never thought about going to them because no. he wants to win. That's oh. what he said. Well, so,
1: essentially, if you want to win the NFC East. You don't go to Dallas no. because they haven't won the NFC East and oh,
0: what? Where um, do you go if you want to win the NFC East, the Giants? Uh, football team. Uh, I, might, I might be with you there. I might yeah. be with you there. But um, So now, Shannon and Fox Sports, because Fox Sports is, uh, must be the higher up over Undisputed, which I didn't realize. Um, their relationship with the NFL as an NFL TV partner might now be in a little bit of jeopardy might be in a little bit of trouble because they violated some things I don't know there were some very specific things that they violated but basically the problem was a the falcons were not made aware of this interview and if you're not watching the video i use air quotes there interview because it's a member of the media talking to a player right mm-hmm. and so i guess technically that's really an interview where they're asking him questions about potentially team and player personal personal matters And the Falcons weren't aware of it, which was some type of violation. I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. I can see your look on your face. But uh, the other thing, the other piece of that that was an issue for uh, the NFL, excuse me, is that Julio didn't sound like he knew he was on live air. Until the very, yeah.
1: That's the only thing that I would be a little upset about if I were Julio Jones. Yeah. The Falcons, I feel like, have no area to be upset about because Stephen Curry goes live after every single game, it seems like. Yeah. And (laughs) Chase Claypool's live on TikTok. Calling out the Browns, all this stuff. People do this. People do this <laughs> stuff back. live. It all comes. No, to always no comes I'm just full thinking circle. of like the most I know, I know, recent I know. thing. Yeah, you're right. And people always do these live streams and they answer these questions that fans are asking. Essentially, in this aspect, yeah. Shane Aerts a former football player, but he's also a fan. Yeah. So when he That's just great. asked, Oh, him, he's his favorite uncle. He said, Yeah, know, I guess. So. I knew he was gonna
0: pick up for your favorite uncle.
1: Yeah. I mean. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> I can't really say anything about that. I mean, I'm not the biggest Shannon Sharp fan in general no. because he's just an avid LeBron supporter. So he does love like his LeBron. but His Twitter game, though. Who, Shannon? Shannon's got a good Twitter It's a good game. Twitter game. I, I respect know, I don't really mind Shannon Sharp, except, like, I just don't like when he talks about LeBron. Yeah, anyway, I knew it. But knew um, like, thanks for admitting it. No, Julio, Julio Jones, the only thing I would be upset about is just the simple fact that he did not know. When, yeah, when Stephen Curry presses the live button, when Claypool, yeah. when Juju, all they those all guys already they know, they know what they're getting they're themselves lot, into. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: And so when Shannon finished that call and he said, "We're live, by the way. See ya," and like basically hung up on him, I'm sitting yeah. there. I'm like, he really just violated this dude. I'm yeah. li- like, that yeah. that should not. And so now I can I don't really think understand. He's be
1: his favorite uncle anymore.
0: <laughs> he is definitely not the favorite uncle anymore. So the incident could potentially limit Fox getting access with not only the Falcons but other teams in the league. Could you imagine if the repercussions from this actually came that far? Because Fox, dude, Shannon would be in some Whoa. big I trouble mean, yeah. if that happened. Now, d- I, I don't still think got it, Colin Coward, so everyone wants to talk to him. I don't think it will go that far. Plus, I was reading also a lot of the actual, um, you know, uh, what's what I'm looking for. The uh, you know the problems would actually arise if somebody made a complaint about the situation. Now, is Julio Jones gonna file a, an official complaint against his favorite would. uncle? No. So I, it's, I don't think it's going to go and that I far. don't think
1: the Falcons would either because the Falcons essentially are like, hey, now we know Julio does not want to be here. <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, let's yeah. trade for I him. I think that was pretty obvious,
0: but he just made out, came out and uh, kind of made that yeah. that final statement. Now, he signed, uh, it was over $60 million contra- extension just a couple yeah. of years ago. It was well, a three-year extension. He's well, still got one year let's left. Let's look at
1: the Falcons essentially three years ago, coming off a of Super Bowl. Yep. Then and, they had a good season, oh, yeah. and then they got bad, and then they got worse, and now Julio's like, now he wants out. Hmm, where's my future here? Like,
0: and it's not. Julio's at the tail not. end of his
1: career. Julio was doing what Calvin Johnson should have I would done. say
0: he's in the, in the latter half. I wouldn't say tail end. I'd say no, it's no, the no, second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: essentially, Julio's doing what Calvin Johnson should have been doing. Okay, that's a fair comparison, Calvin was 30
0: when he retired. Yeah.
1: Julio Jones is 32. There was no direction for him going forward yeah. with his team. Oh, yeah. Say I want out, try to go
0: win. He's 32. Yeah. No, he's 32.
1: Yeah. Man.
0: Him and Cam getting up there in age. They are, dude. So uh, that brings me right into our next mm-hmm. point. as some possible destinations, Julio, possibly going to team up with your boy Cam. But uh, let's talk about where Jones could actually end up. He's slated to make over $15 million this coming year. And only about a quarter of the teams in the NFL can even afford to make a move on a wide receiver or a player in well, general. They like They would have to trade other people that essentially... Very true, but even even mostly, still, yeah. the number of teams that's even plausible to make this type of blockbuster trade happen is very minimal. Yep. So I guess we'll start right off with your with your boy Cam and the Patriots. Bill Belichick has already spent more money than any year before, you know, signing those two tight ends in of the offseason, right? John mm-hmm. New Smith and uh, Hunter Henry, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, for him, at this point, he might just be like, why not? All in. We could use another set on the outside to give Cam a little bit of help. Um, or who Mac. other what or Mac. Or Mac, true. Okay. We don't know yet. I would I'd still err on the side of Cam, but okay. yeah. I guess we don't know. Uh, who who else is on the outside for the Patriots? Nelson Aguilar.
1: Aguilar was a new
0: signing, right? Um,
1: yeah, they just signed Kendrick Bourne from San Francisco.
0: I don't know that name is ringing a ring of
1: bell. And I mean, San Francisco wide receivers is not much you can do with those guys
0: because they only throw the ball. Jimmy or uh, Kittle. Kittle. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, at this point, but nothing Belichick does. I mean, he's just kind of gone. He's pulled all tricks out of the hat now. I think yeah. he's right now. Maybe self-consciously he's not trying to prove to people, but really he's trying to prove to people that he doesn't need Tom Brady to win. Well, they're going to put together a successful season. I mean, you know, you don't can at least back. try to show that
1: you don't need him. He's not going to make a playoffs, but it's no big deal.
0: No, I don't, I don't think they will either. I agree with you, but I think they're going to have a solid year this year. I really do. In that division, I think they're going to do pretty I well. I think
1: they're the third best team in that division.
0: Do you? Yeah. That's fair, but um, especially with the Bills. I mean, you can't, you can't argue the that the Dolphins. And, you know, it
1: yeah. depends on the, which quarterback from Alabama plays
0: better this year. That's a great point. That is a great point. Now, yes. the part that Miami has that the Patriots do not is the defensive side. Is Patriots?
1: Much, well, the Patriots are
0: returning a lot of their defensive that's, guys because so they true. opted that's out. True. Yeah, well, that's
1: not that's not a McCourty bad point. Was either. Out. Yep. Gilmore was out. Okay, so um, there you go. So the Patriots. Tower.
0: I think that that number two spot in the division will be up for up for yeah. grabs. I think so. they just resign Kyle Van Noy? I don't think I don't think they did. Well, I, he got dropped from uh, Miami. Yeah, he got dropped. That was a very interesting. drop. I know. Too. I was very confused yeah. by that too. Uh, I like him. Yeah. I do. Um former Lion. He was. That's part of the reason why I like him. But um <laughs> I got a lion story. Another man. another destination, potential destination for Julio Jones. This one makes um, a lot of sense for me, and I'd love to see it happen as the, t- the Tennessee Titans. Excuse me, there, but um, this is probably the worst fit. Financially, as far as the four teams we're going to talk about right now, or mm-hmm. maybe five, we'll talk about one that you uh, brought up. But, um, the Titans lost both Corey Davis and John U. Smith in the mm-hmm. offseason two big time weapons, and they lost kind of um, under the radar weapons. Humphreys, they did, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I think he went to, the um, but those were two guys that were kind of under the radar because AJ Brown was kind of like their number one yeah. guy. Well, there's but and they're kind of well, yeah, it's very true. I'm just talking, wide, like, yeah. he made a lot of impact out of the backfield, you yeah. know what I mean, catching balls, but, um. They were under-the-radar guys that had a huge impact on the game. And the, the way the Titans paced their offense going down the field, mm-hmm. they had a huge impact. So losing them, it might not seem as big of a deal to casual fans, but I think... it Davis is going to be a big deal. He is going to be a big deal. So bringing a guy like Julio over to the Titans, that'd be unreal. So a guy like Tannehill, I, Tannehill gets it done, dude. Yeah. Tannehill gets it done. And essentially, I feel like
1: it wouldn't even be... like You know when they... A team's going to trade for someone. They're like, who will this benefit the most? Yeah, I really feel like it's not going to be Tannehill, and I don't think it's going to be Derrick Henry either. I think it's going to benefit AJ Brown because AJ Brown right now,
0: and he's dude, he's the dude, and he's but, making TikToks. He's yeah, DMing the dude. Exactly. He he's knows doing, what he's doing. He's doing That's the everything. guy he grew
1: up like liking. A yeah, lot,
0: he had a DM you know? from like five years yeah, ago. Like, like hey bro, like before the draft. Yeah, like hey bro, I really respect yeah, your, he your didn't game. Respond all that. to
1: him? <laughs> he didn't he? Didn't even like it? At least AB responded to Juju when right. Remember when that happened? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. So he
0: gave a little up arrow. He was like, "You see, bro, I've been on. I've been yeah. on this. I'm not just right now." So, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. But
1: yeah, I think AJ Brown's looking at um, like when you look at Seattle, DK Metcalf's the one. Yep. Tyler Lockett's a really solid two, but AJ Brown's a one. And you add a one like Julio.
0: Problems. teams are going to want problems to for guard
1: defenses. Julio more than AJ Brown because Julio's better.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least right now, 100. Yeah. percent I agree with you. Uh, let's move on to the third possible destination: the Broncos. Yeah, I don't see this one happening. This was the one that I just saw on a couple different lists. Okay. And it must just be because Denver has the fourth most cap space in the NFL as it stands. And they're also, they seem to be in a weird combination of spots because they have that much cap space, but they're also in a position where they could feasibly make the playoffs. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. <laughs> no. I, dude, I think, no. I'm saying like. If Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback, sure. Okay, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's I mean, true. That's true. Um, that's but I'm what saying, I
1: feel like a lot of this depends on is everyone's hyping up the Broncos to be something that they're not. I agree Until dude, you get Aaron Rodgers, I agree not with that you. Good.
0: Trust me, I agree with you, but like just looking at some of the pieces they have, like they have a chance in their schedule like, they have a chance to win yeah. a decent amount of games. I'm not saying they're a for playoffs, no, no way. Just, but they're not I even a lock for division. They're the,
1: like. No, they're the fourth best team in their division. Really? The Raiders are better than them. The Chargers the are gonna are so be the, char- the Chargers are going to be better than them. The Chargers and, should be. And the Chiefs are. The Chiefs are obviously yeah. better
0: than them. But the Raiders, I think the Raiders, I see the Raiders having a down year. Like a bad yeah, year. I,
1: no, that makes sense. But I, I just, I think John I think the Raiders going to finish fourth. I think John Gruden's a better coach than Vic Vangio. I, I thought so see.
0: too. Before he came back to coach the Raiders. Yeah, and but, I've questioned so many
1: of his decisions. No, I, him and Mike Mayock. I agree. But at the same time, well, Mike Mayock, I don't know how you can be so right when you're an analyst on... NFL Network. And then just it's shit the so bed. So <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. Alex Leatherwood was the second round draft pick. They took him in the first round.
0: And I and I remember him rationalizing it as like, we got the guys that we wanted. It didn't matter where we We're got trade them. trade back. Exactly. You did, but you could have done it
1: for less. Yeah. I just,
0: what are you doing sometimes
1: now? it. No, you, you could have not it. For, essentially, did it for more. Nothing. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. You could have gotten more back.
0: So, I, it just, it's really intriguing to me. But I mean, you talk about an offense in Denver that already has Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, mm-hmm. and uh, KJ Hamler still Fant. there, right? Noah Fant, he's in Denver. Yeah,
1: Melvin Gordon. They really? just got that running back oh, from yeah. North Carolina. I forgot. So all
0: weapons. with Drew Locke, exactly. That's the <laughs> well, will, and Teddy. Well, B. B. I was gonna say Teddy's right there. Yeah. So Teddy is Teddy's expected to win. Yeah, he's expected to win the job. So if Ex- they figure out that quarterback situation, yeah. that's an offense that has a lot of potential. Yeah, no, I agree. And the defensive side of the ball has been pretty stout for them. They just, I they just know. have not put together a bunch of
1: wins. Unless Tim Tebow or Peyton Manning's your quarterback, you're not winning. If in Tim, Tim Tebow won a you know playoff what? game, that's all the that The tight matters. end
0: situation in Jacksonville doesn't work out for Tebow. The Broncos are like, we need a guy, yeah. and we need him now. I, and Tebow's not? in the best shape of his life. Why not? Give him another chance. Yeah. He's going to win another playoff game. In who do you have high. for
1: the last team?
0: The last team for me is the Ravens. <laughs> no. Really? I I, see I this. hope not, dude. <laughs> Tarleton, I, you you better hope not. You better hope yeah. not. NFC no, North we'll over still be there, than that. or AFC North. Sorry, still, but you see um, the guys we got in our defensive backfield. You now? did. You filled it out. Yeah. You filled it out. But are you gonna take any of them one on one with Julio or even yep, team with Denzel Julio? Denzel Ward, baby. Hell no. Yeah, Denzel Ward's a good guy. Good, not great. Julio is great. Julio's hurt. Nah, we'll see. But back to the Ravens. But even if Julio though, ends
1: up on any other team, he's a great receiver. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, so they take Rashad Bateman in the first round because yeah. they obviously need to address the wide receiver situation. And they in took Baltimore. that other
1: receiver too.
0: They did a little bit later on. Was yeah, that how? When, what round was that? Think a third. Was I, it? I don't know who. I, I don't think name. it was second.
1: Yeah, I forget his name.
0: Yeah, I I don't have it written down either. But um, the Ravens are in a win now mode. This is why it makes sense for me. The Ravens aren't in a building. They're not. They have their their young quarterback. They have the pieces. A lot of pieces around him. They've cleaned up a lot of pieces, too, getting rid of marking him mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like They're ready to win. They're, they're, they've shown they're willing mm-hmm. to sacrifice to win. They lost Which a lot on defense. They did lose a good bit on defense. Judon. But for me, Judon was big for them. But me, but for me, they need that immediate threat on the outside. Because yeah. wide receivers can come in. We saw Justin Jefferson come in and make an impact immediately. Mm-hmm. Not an impact. like He was a stud. Yeah. Right? Um, and deservedly so, we got that Rookie of the Year award.
1: Well, CeeDee Lamb...
0: Had Dak Prescott all year, I'm sure we saw how good he would have been. I totally agree with that yeah. statement as well. So, for me, you have, what, Hollywood Brown, who is not a number one receiver. Hollywood Brown, I, he's
1: not a number one receiver. It's he's crazy. Just, he's no, not.
0: I, I, I disagree. Oh, I don't
1: disagree. I agree he would be, like, a very good Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I, I think but, that's a really good comparison. But when your quarterback's Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. and his favorite thing to do is not throw
0: you the ball— how can you be that good of a receiver? And he has voiced his displeasures about that on uh, Twitter and such. Yeah,
1: Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown wanted the trade for a little bit.
3: He
0: did. You
1: look and see how dominant he was with Kyler and how dominant he was with Baker at Oklahoma, and you're like, "How's this guy not that good?" Right? He's with Lamar, and that's nothing against Lamar. Yeah, it's, just a, it's, it's not a different
0: out. set. It's a different position. Like it's really is a different position. Yeah, I mean you're playing differently in a different scheme. He was in just a spread not spread versus yep. a run, uh, run heavy first, offense, yeah. run first offense, and so for me. Like, I think his role becomes a lot more clearly defined if they pick up a guy like Julio Jones.
1: I think his role is going to be um, a lot better with a guy like Bateman, too. So I think... Really?
0: Yeah. because It, think it just depends on the be, year that Bateman has, yeah. right? And he could, we could see him come out and be a stud. Mm-hmm. We just don't know yet, and that's the thing. But the last team we wanted to talk about well, was actually, the Chargers. Well, so you yeah, be before, we, before we get there,
1: I commented on the Lions post, trade for Julio, oh, go. and some guy, Z Bossy AF, Zachary Shout Boswell. out Z Bossy. Yeah, this guy.
0: I might have to put. No, I
1: can't put that. He comments on (laughs) here at Drew Two Carpenter. Are you stupid, (laughs) Jimmy Bones? Nineteen seventy-five, dude. Julio's like sixty years old. Why would you want him?
0: And then, bro, you just hit, you just hit you just like would uh, they poke the hive, uh, right? I, I guess so. you poked the lions' hive. Yeah,
1: but I okay. So These then, guys are out here
0: trying to restore the roar. what are you doing? I know.
1: And so, so Bleacher <laughs> Report also did teams that should trade for Julio. They're going the to say they replied the Packers. Packers, be, I mean, can you imagine the Packers got Julio? But they don't need him. Talk about they don't need him.
0: Their wide receiver core is so talented. Talk about
1: hey, Aaron Rodgers, we want you to stay. Let's get Julio oh and Devontae my Adams. Gosh.
0: Whoa. It's like, wait a minute.
1: Jeopardy. top five receivers. Jeopardy doesn't sound so appealing yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, Patriots, Titans, that's who they yeah. also put. And then there was one team that they had listed that you didn't. What was that? A Cleveland Browns. Swear to God. I didn't see that on any of the yeah. lists that I was looking on. And I thought about it. We'll give you OBJ. <laughs> we'll send you OBJ. Ship out of town. Yeah, we'll give you OBJ and a second round draft pick for Julio.
0: I just don't think you're going to get much no, from I mean, OBJ. It's, it's essentially yeah. It essentially was a joke. But they I might not believe, get much from, from Julio, dude. Listed. They're worried they might not even get a first-rounder. I know. Isn't that so crazy? Well, it's crazy because the simple fact is this. He's old, and he's a wide receiver. Exactly. And he just had a hamstring issue. I know, but just to think about Julio Jones, in our minds, is still this just man amongst boys. Yeah, I I would agree.
1: But DeAndre Hopkins went for David Johnson in the second-round pick.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But he balled out. Yeah, but... Back to the Chargers. And wait, he's been recruiting Julio too, but I just yeah, don't see yeah. Arizona as being a destination. You know,
1: everyone's recruiting Julio yeah, except for I mean, the team that I feel like is going to get him eventually. You know, like I feel like there's going to be a team that
0: never heard anything like about JJ
1: Watt. JJ yeah. Watt. Nobody. Arizona. Nobody, it was like Green, Green Bay, Bay Steelers, Buffalo, yeah, Steelers, those, and the Browns. Uh-huh. It was like those four. Yeah, and then Arizona. Like you're like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Um. No, that's why it. I think the Chargers are very appealing because you look at you got Herbert, you got Keenan Allen, you got Austin Eckler. Yeah. I feel like that offense could ball. I don't know who the that, that coach is. Like the Rams DC, which I don't like because that coach never, where the new Chargers head coach. Oh, we, the Chargers the Lions go. got Anthony. Oh Le- yeah, we got Anthony. Le- He's uh, is he OC? Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing I don't like. I don't like when young quarterbacks have defensive-minded head coaches.
0: That is a great point. Because that is a really good point. I think you know, I'll go ahead and finish your thought. Well, I just lie. I
1: just think that you want a coach to help the quarterback succeed. Totally right. Like Stafford screwed over by multiple coaches. Gets Jim Caldwell look what happens. Yeah, offensive of minded coach. Yeah. Baker screwed over. Gets Stefanski, look what happens. Josh Allen, at first, he was not very good. He was a defensive minded coach. This offensive coordinator, um, I forget his name, Brian Dable. That's his name. Okay. He comes in from Alabama and now look at him. How long has McDermott been there? I think McDermott's been there for Josh Allen's whole career. I want to say he has, but I could be wrong. But at the same time, he's like, a dude. Josh Allen like wasn't very good his first two years.
0: Uh no. He really had a breakout. I mean, and I mean Herbert, he showed growth, but it, you're right; it wasn't anything noteworthy no. as far as and like Herbert quarterback play. Balled out with Anthony Lynn. Yeah, he did. Right, like so. You're like, all right. Now and so I just keep- wanted to add, like, when we were talking about uh, Dan Campbell, the Lions' yeah. head coach, and talking about his appearance, he's essentially on, an offensive-minded coach. You know, he's he's kind of a middle ground. He's an interesting yeah. situation, right? But what I loved him talk about was that he's surrounding himself with all these guys that are qualified to take his job. Yeah, well, and, like, that could be super intimidating for a lot of coaches. But if you have the confidence in yourself and the confidence exactly, in your staff, exactly. who cares? And so I think, you know, he cited Anthony Lynn as one, but Aaron Glenn from the Saints, right? Yeah. He's going to be our defensive coordinator, correct? Mm-hmm. And so he said that was a steal. Yeah, Like, that was an absolute steal. He's overqualified for the position, probably should be a head coach somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, like, Anthony Lynn's probably, you know, obviously the same way. He already has experience in yeah. the head coach position. So but, hey, for another, me, that was great. Another
1: one. What is Patrick Mahomes without Andy Reid? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it, you look at an offensive guy like Doug Peterson, he he's a bad offense. Court. You imagine yeah. imagine if Any or Patrick Mahomes was Doug Peterson, yeah. yeah, it's completely different. Uh-huh. So that's why I, I mean, but I think the Chargers would take off with uh, Julio. Yeah, Back
0: to that. That's a good point. And yeah. I guess I guess we'll have to uh, figure hey, another, it out. But another thing too. Nothing's going to happen go back to Atlanta? Yeah, but nothing's going to happen before I want to say nothing's really going to happen before June 1st. There's something about that yeah, date his or cap. The deal. Yeah, deal. Yeah. Something about that, so nothing's going to happen until then. Also, I guess like they were talking about how receivers coming back have a tendency to get injured in the first couple weeks, so like his stock might go I don't know. Falcons are trying to play all their cards right. Well, the Falcons, the Falcons have been playing their cards and
1: this is back to the thing we were just playing, talking they haven't about. They've been playing shit. Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan left? Yep. And look what happened to that Offense. Boom. Down.
0: Oh, I thought you know, were well, well, yeah, well, okay, talking about Shanahan. Fal- okay, you're talking about the Falcons. Okay. Yes. I thought you were talking about when, no. like his offense when he left.
1: No, when he left the Falcons, it has not been the
0: same. I see. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: That's not yeah. even a young quarterback. That was an old guy.
0: Yeah. So, we'll finish up today with a little bit of conversation about the uh, NFC West. So, in the NFC West, obviously, we've got the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Seahawks.
1: Toughest division.
0: Ar- okay, I was going to say arguably the best division in football. Mm-hmm. We're going right into it. Toughest division. I-, I thought you were going to say AFC North.
1: No, just because I think the Cardinals the are better team? than the Bengals. So no, you still
0: – oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't think you were there. No. They just they just won 16 you, games in a row. Oh, no, 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 six- whoa. Sorry, 12 games in a row. Sorry, I don't know why. I thought it, it was 11. I think it was, it was 11. 12. Was it 11? It was 11. Sorry, I don't know why 16 came to my head, but that they won the 11 weakest, games in a row.
1: That was the weakest
0: 11-game schedule I've ever and seen. And we can agree that it was probably the weakest undefeated team in the history yeah. of the NFL. But 11 games is 11. To let's be get back to the, let's the I do want to talk about these guys. But the consistent To be consistent, I think it just comes down to Mike Tomlin. They're consistent. They're right. They've lost to the Browns two times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, But for me. The Cardinals are still your fourth team in this division.
1: Yeah, because their head coach sucks. Really, he's that was based off what we were just talking about. I get pairing.
0: He hasn't had much production. He's yet. not
1: good. How have is you it Kingsbury? Had, yeah, yeah. And how have you had Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, oh. Baker Mayfield, and you've never been that good of a team. That's, uh, Could yeah, you imagine I if the Lions that. had all three of those? They would have made for the though, playoffs
0: one time. On paper, though, this team's got a real chance to win a lot of great games. I just This division's going to be so exciting. And the 49ers, looking at the injury reserve list from last year, yeah. let's bring see what they're bringing That's back.
1: That's an all-star
0: team. It, it <laughs> is. Kittle, it's so impressive. Everyone
1: except Jimmy Garoppolo was really good on, on the injury wow. reserve team. He sucks. He's not I'm good. not here for the Garoppolo slander. Garoppolo. Dude. Go be a model somewhere or something. That's what everyone says. He's
0: a good-looking dude. You'll go get back with that porn star that he was hanging yeah, out with for right. a little bit. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, no, Jimmy G, dude. I say Jimmy G is going to prove some people wrong this year. He's not going to break out. With the yeah, staff you're up. right.
1: He's going to prove some people wrong himself. Oh, Jesus. He's going to be in the bench oh, when Trey Jesus. Lance is starting. Trey Lance is going to finish the year.
0: You think so? Yeah. I think this is Jimmy Garoppolo's send-off. His swan song, if you will. But I think there's still a lot of young pieces on that team. So there's still going to be a great foundation for Trey if that he if he is indeed the guy. Yeah. Well,
1: back to the Cardinals before we move on real quick. Okay. I like what they did defensively. have to. Because I think dude, the a, two defensive ends are Chandler and J.J. Chandler's a beast. Yeah. And B- J.J. Buddha's,
0: Buddha's sweet. Yeah. Say what you want about J.J. You know he's a locker room guy. He's a presence. Maybe that's oh, what they've been is, missing, dude. He's been double
1: teamed his whole career.
0: He has. And he still produces. Yeah. And now I don't when care injuries, you can't get whatever team with Chandler
1: Jones on the other can, side, dude, you can't, one yeah. of them's going to have to go free. Yeah. So, and so, but I love, I love Isaiah Simmons. I think he's sweet. He's a stud. Talk I think he about take... modeling, bro. He had a
0: little, he has some photos the other day. Yeah, I think so. Oh, bro. Well. Pull up his Instagram real quick while we're sitting here, because I want you to see, dude, they, all the guys are freaking out too in the comments. Cause he's like, not really a guy for all that, you know? So all of his teammates and stuff are just bugging out in the comments. Like, Oh, he's big time now. Like all that stuff. You should pull that up though. I think that's hilarious. But Isaiah Simmons, I remember him, dude. Him in college, he was insane in college.
1: America's Next Top Model. Yep, he, he did like. You a, see it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I wasn't. I wasn't tripping. I knew.
0: I, yeah. That was hilarious. So yeah, I, I saw that. I, I love that guy. I think he's some awesome.
1: Something about Arizona, bro. Um. But yeah, I think he's. You think he's awesome? So I think he's great for them. They're that. they're losing Patrick Peterson. Even though Patrick Peterson's not Patrick Peterson of old. Yeah, I was gonna, he's gonna still say still gonna here. suck. Yeah. But the impact they yeah. got Buddha Baker back there. This should be good. So yeah. I, But I, I think they're going to finish from fourth.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I kind of was going to come in here and argue with that, but I just don't know if I can, considering the Rams situation. I say they're number one team in the division. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I think the Seahawks are poised to either have a breakout year or a breakdown year.
1: Yeah. That, it, I feel like it's hot or cold. It's teetering. Than, yeah.
0: And you just don't know which side is going to fall. I agree. But just it seems like there's so much shit brewing in Seattle. That we just don't know where Ooh. how it's going to end up, and I'm a big like I like Ross, I like Ross, I like Pete Carroll, I love Pete Carroll, right? I think he's a good guy. Really if like Pete not- Carroll, good guy. I mean, I think he's a good coach too. I love too. DK.
1: I th- I'm everyone hates on DK because DK's a stud personality. If yeah, he starts like actually like catching
0: those like crossing routes and those things. He's got room to improve. That's the scary I, for me. That's the yeah. scariest part of his game because he's already so physically dominant, and the ceiling you can't even see it yet, mm-hmm. right? No. There's still Super, so, so much room to him for him to improve. And I think that's the scariest part of his game is that nobody knows where he's gonna stop. Yeah. If yes. he does.
1: So, okay. Now if we're talking about third and second, I really think I mean, we both agree the Rams are the best team. Yeah. Because I I'm well, gonna go ahead and say
0: 49ers in second. Okay. That's how i and then just I say ask. Cardinals and Seahawks battle for three and four. I'm not gonna lock Cardinals in at four. Okay. But I, I that's kinda that's kinda hot take. <laughs> considering, I, I, considering what the well, Seahawks <sighs> did to that last year. <sighs> It's, it's, hard to, it's hard to say. But for me, I'm just bought in for this 49ers team. I really think the energy is going to be there for that you know, squad. to get all those had, guys you back. Had
1: me th- you had me thinking now. Oh. I'm, thinking, I'm, thinking about these Card- I'm thinking about the Cardinals maybe not being the 14. I think Let's the 49ers go. might be the 14th. What? Because what? Of, who who do they got besides I, I, Kittle on offense and Moster.
0: Who are they throwing the ball to? Brandon, Ayuk, and Debo? Debo Samuel's a stud. Okay. I, dude, Ayuk's going to have a breakout year. I say... Dude, he had a great, he had a good rookie yeah. year, but like, he had a really a solid. I forgot about, year.
1: I forgot about D Hop.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. And AJ Green's on the Cardinals now. Oh, really? Yeah. From is
0: Bengals? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Cardinals might be a little bit better than we thought. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought they would be. I'm telling you, dude, the 49ers offense gets it done. I, I just, they just get it done, man. I think so. I got, all right. fine. Mosher's a good back. You know, he's, he's a, he's border ah, he's not a great back he's a good back yeah. like he's a solid back he's yeah. consistent back which i think is well, what they you really need They backs anyway so. they did uh, it's kind of it's kind of changed because on that super bowl run yeah, it was like they had that stable Coleman, yep, of like three of them right yeah. especially in the nfc championship game against green bay where most stood out but mm-hmm. um dude don't discredit debo samuel no i'm he's not discrediting no i'm not discrediting him stud. i'm just saying he was insane on that playoff run
1: he's too. more of a offensive weapon as as you as you will, I should say,
0: than a receiver. Yeah, I feel like I can kind of agree. They like to get him on the jet sweep the, type. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They do. Ayuk's more of a. He's more of a wide receiver, I think.
1: And Ayuk was kind of screwed over from not having a consistent quarterback. I feel like, there was, yeah. like Josh Rosen was playing for them eventually. Yeah, that's the first mistake. Yeah, so
0: I, I would agree with that, and I think I just Robert sell
1: Robert Sala is going to be a huge dis- like. You got to
0: replace that D coordinator.
1: That's a good well, a point. I didn't think about that. Calls a
0: different game. I did not think about that. Yeah,
1: screw Nick Bosa too. That's why I don't like the 49ers Is because Nick He's Bosa coming back, He's coming back healthy,
0: bro. I, he is a menace. Don't like him. I, you know what? Well, I I, you know what? You're a Baker guy. You can't, I mean, you can't, the can't the like. Thing. Yeah, you yeah. can't like Bosa and Baker. No, that's just. Not, that's, I mean, I
1: do. Well, I like them both. No, I, I. My brother and I were talking about who do you. We were going through like the NBA. Who do you hate the most? Whatever. Oh geez, Bosa was up to that no. far for the NFL. Juju, Juju yeah. Claypool, Claypool, top two. Okay, They're, in easy, easy, They're in their own bro, tier. Easy, easy, bro. That's elite. I'd say Bosa, probably three, and I'd say Lamar, four. I respect Lamar, though.
0: I respect Lamar, though. All these divisional opponents and then just Bosa in yeah. the mix. And just Nick Bosa. But, um, <laughs> the flag. Is, it, is it solely because of the flag? Yeah, it's it? It solely is because of the flag. And he's an Ohio wow. State guy. Okay, that's Nick very true. I'm not a big Ohio State guy. Yeah. But um, just his production you can't, no, you can't argue with. He's really good. He's fan, And I think... He's in, But he's
1: coming off a very major injury.
0: But think about, okay, this is for me is what's very interesting, is that him and Saquon Barkley are coming off the same injury. Look at how their comeback is viewed so much differently. Saquon is being hyped up to, be, he's coming back better than ever. He's going to dominate. And then you talk about Nick Bosa. You don't think Nick Bosa's been doing the same recovery shit that Saquon's yeah, been but doing?
1: I feel like as a running back, I feel like more people have came off injuries as running backs. I'd say it'd
0: be harder to be a running back and come off an injury I, like that. Uh, yeah, maybe. Talk about the movement and stuff that you do I it's know. not I just, look at, I just look it at ahead. Adrian
1: Peterson when he came off the yep. ACL surgery then had an NFL MVP here.
0: That's true. That's very true. But Adrian Peterson can also not be the standard. He's the exception. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I I've, I've always AP, viewed baby.
1: I've always viewed Saquon Barkley as the same talent as
0: that's a fair point though. If you're gonna put them at that same caliber, then he should yeah, that's a good point. But, but I just think from a movement standpoint of what your position is Nick asked Bosa, to do on a football Nick field. Nick Bosa is also kinda injury prone essentially. Look at his
1: last three years of playing football. He got hurt his rookie year and he was hurt at Ohio State. Was he? Yeah. He Honestly. remember he played three games at Ohio State and was yeah. done. Okay. He tore something in his like um So can he break the can he break the stance? Yeah, can he break the curse? exactly. Yeah. So essentially that's why I forgot about that, but I'm going to add to the fact that I think he. That's why I'm a little hesitant about him. I think he's an energy guy that they need back, too, though. Yeah, I think that's no. his, his impact on the
0: field cannot him be and overstated. Kittle and
1: are like two energy guys. One's on offense, one's on defense. They bring the energy.
0: Yeah, I think both is. Yeah, they, they do it in different ways, but they both get that job done. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that statement. Okay. I'd agree with that. Um, do the Seahawks address the offensive line issue? The Seahawks, they. If they don't, they're just going to piss off Russ, and he ain't going to be cooking nothing. No, no, Russell, gonna be, Russell Wilson. He'll be cooking on the turf is what he'll be cooking, like, dude. I, I don't like <laughs> you what's like, crazy. Come on,
1: what's crazy is I didn't like how Russell Wilson was so MVP, 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 yeah. MVP. And then what happened? Let Russ cook. What Let happened? Russ cook. Dude, I don't know. The kitchen's closed. <laughs> D, DK's in there. He's Somebody like, shut down the restaurant, ball. bro. Don't the ball.
0: Oh, my god!
1: And then he... I'll tell you what, I don't like how sometimes these quarterbacks, Russell Wilson's on or Super Bowl, so you got to give it to him. you yeah. got respect. Been there, sometimes, done that. Sometimes like sometimes these quarterbacks are like, "Oh my gosh. I I don't want to be here." Like look at Rodgers, I don't want to be here. Then why would you sign with him? Why why did uh, why did DeAndre
0: or Deshaun Watson ooh. sign all that all that money? That is a great example. We haven't talked about him in a minute no. too, and we won't get it all into it today because there's not really anything yeah. new to report, but
1: But and then Russell Wilson, you you signed this record breaking contract. You wanted to be in Seattle. And now you're all pissing and moaning. Let's go, Hawks. That's how you ended every interview. And And now you're now you're all pissed. And he stopped. That was a big deal. That was
0: a big deal when he didn't do that in the interview. But
1: what yeah. And but what why are you pointing the finger? You you sucked in the playoffs. You didn't have two hundred yards. Yeah. You had this M V P season, Brewing, and then you sucked again.
0: Well, he spent one million dollars on his what, recovery and all that stuff? Yeah. Maybe he needs to spend his more money on some uh, some training and some other things.
1: Well, I don't know. You do something. <laughs> you got the money. Your wife makes more than you do. Oh,
3: my goodness. She does. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but.
0: Does she act? you know that for a fact? I think she does.
1: Well, Tom Brady's wife does. Giselle does? Yeah. Tom Brady is, like, not yeah, rich. Yeah,
0: he's criminally underpaid yeah. for what he does. Well, of Of course. But, I mean, with that, I mean, it doesn't matter to him, dude.
1: But, essentially, I mean, you
0: could say the same it? thing
1: that, that I'm saying right now about our guy in Los Angeles when he signed with the Lions. What were you thinking? You had no reason to sign with the Lions. There was no future. It's right in here, man. Yeah. It, I it's guess it, right in here. it was just all heart. That's and it. now he finally – I'll tell he's you what. He's thinking with this. If he's not s- thinking with I'll this. I'll tell you what. If he sucks this year, I, I'm losing – I can't support him. Like, I can support oh, him. I can support oh. him. But I can't be like, he's so underrated. He's so this. You have everything. Yeah. You have everything. That would really you. hurt. That would you really have, hurt. You have a top five head coach. You have very good so, weapons yeah, on the outside. There's no more excuses. You have a up and coming running back. You've the best defense in the NFL. I if you don't so. win that division, I can't I can't say he's underrated anymore. I can say he's overrated. I,
0: okay. I think division might be a little bit, but like playoffs at you least. You gotta win a playoffs. playoff game. He has to win the playoffs. That's right. Playoff okay, play, I'm agreeing. I don't think you have to win the division Yeah. because you can. Essentially, uh, yeah, because essentially, divi- like we just said, toughest division in football. And the NFC
1: East is weak. So let's just say that they came in second in the division. Let's just say the 49ers won the division. They came in second in the division. What, what? I was just saying random team. <laughs> okay. I'm not okay, picking the 49ers not... <laughs> won the division. Let's say the Rams come in second and they go play the football team. Yeah. If Stafford loses that game they against the football name. team,
0: Stafford's done. He's getting written off. I'm agree. I'm agree with you. I think that just. <sighs> Depending on the year that that... Because whatever Jared team Goff has. won a playoff game last year with a broken hand. Yeah, he did. Broken thumb. It whatever hand, it, it was. Same yeah. difference. He's going to ball out for the boys this year, so it don't matter. Okay.
1: Yeah, but still. I'm talking <laughs> Stafford. Like, right know, now. Stafford, your top 5 you, your top five MVP. That will suck. Right now.
0: And that will bring a lot of people down if that indeed does happen. I think that would just crush Sean a lot, lot of people. Sean McVay's
1: got to be looked at like, dude, this is who you want. Yeah,
0: You know what? That might be the only person that hurts a little bit more than Stafford is yeah. McVay because he... Has, I just, can't have Jared
1: Goff. That's what he was saying. He said Jared Goff's a problem, why we can't win. Now you got a guy who we all believe McVay is McVay head... was
0: the coach of the future, remember? yeah. And now he's kind of dropped oh, off. But
1: I, I still think he's a top five coach. Oh,
0: he's a great coach. Yeah. But he was this. He was the Next self-proclaimed Jim Harbaugh. Exactly. Like You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Exactly. And so you gotta you got to look at yep. um, McVay now as you have a guy who we all believe is head and shoulders above Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. You have the number and now one. now you got to make it work. You have the best, play, arguably the best player in the NFL. Yeah. You have the best cover guy in the NFL. Ramsey. You lost a couple guys to yours truly, the Cleveland Browns in the defensive backfield. Didn't. But you can clean that up. Yeah. You have Jalen Ramsey. You can clean up anything yeah. with Jalen Ramsey. Because if
0: you can take away the number one on a team, that's a different thing. That's all dynamic. that matters. That's a, I, yeah. Not all that matters, but that's a it's huge the most. factor. It's the most. I agree.
1: If you can take away DK Metcalf and DeAndre Hopkins from Kyler and that's Russell a, Wilson, yeah.
0: then. What else do you yeah. need? that changes the dynamic of the game. Aaron, that's you have Aaron Donald. That that's, is the purpose of that of that sport. Yeah. So if you take away that, and then you factor in the fact that you are Leonard Floyd defensive I think too. defensive line too, that front yeah. seven's pretty stout. So um, who's her linebacker? It'll still? be really interesting. I don't know actually. Coming off the top of my head, you neither do you, do you? No. Yeah, but but Cam Akers is gonna be a big steal for them. Too. Cam Akers gonna be a he's a stud man. He already in the making right now. But uh, that's all we've got for Division One rejects today. If you've made it this far and you're still listening. Man. That's a, it's impressive. I don't know what you're doing, but it's impressive. You know, you've heard us banter for a long yeah. ass time. Um, but thank you so much. I appreciate you. Remember to uh find us on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. Appreciate y'all. Uh Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker. Dude, it's it's everywhere. Um thank you so much. If you like it, tell a friend. If you don't, don't. Simple as that. Thank you. <laughs> Kobe Man's Division 1 rechecks. <laughs>